Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, welcome to uh, 49 Unbeaten, the official Arsenal Vapple podcast. New podcast, this is episode one. Um, I'm Joshua and we've got two other Arsenal Vapple writers. Uh, if you want to introduce yourself, guys. Uh, so my name is Jack. Uh, and also I write for Arsenal Vable. Um, my name's Dan. Dan, I'm writing a bit as well, just uh, just learning the trade, yeah. Brilliant. So, first of all, last night's performance. We're away in Mulder, Europa League. Good 3-0 win. Um, Balogun getting on the score sheet for his first Arsenal goal. So what do we make of the performance? It was definitely a step up from uh, our most recent fixtures. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think it was an important, important win. Yeah. Um, although we're used to winning in the Europa League, I think it is quite important to still win, you know, win away as well. I mean, we struggled in the first half. We didn't obviously. I don't. I wouldn't say we struggled. We just we couldn't get. They just, they just defended. We struggled to break through. But I think it was. It's important. Like those sort of games, especially last night, was important to get some of those youngsters out and get them some minutes because we do have some talented youngsters yeah. um, in our in our squad, and I think a lot of them can play first team football. Um, so I think you know last night's last night's performance was um, it really highlighted that the importance of the youngsters that we have. I definitely agree. And getting some goals from open play as well. It's been it's been so long since we've scored a goal from open play. So to get that and yeah. finally break them down. What do you think, Dan? Yeah, I was going to say I was going to say it was nice to after I think it was something around eight hours. I think so. Yeah. Without without, without seeing a goal from open play, that Bamiyang penalty. Yeah. Obviously, we still need to score in the league, but um, yeah, just to see a couple of goals from open play, like um, expansive, like breaking, like breaking through teams, like making progress, like it was, like it was good to see um, playing attractive football again. It's been the story of our season, though, sort of not having that creative outlet. I've said for a while we've sort of gone backwards and forwards at the same time. We can now defend, but we yeah. can't. <laughs> We're used to going up and attack. Um, and I think. It's easy to pinpoint saying, oh, if Ozil was in the squad, if Ozil was playing, he'd be that sort of role. If we got a war or if we... But I don't know. I think something... I don't know. Something needs to change there. Hopefully we drop this back three formation and go and be a bit more aggressive and attacking up front. Um, and hopefully score some more goals and uh, get a yeah. good win against Wolves at the weekend. As we said, Balogun scored his first goal for the club. Another youth prospect uh, getting on the score sheet making his proper games for Arsenal playing time now. Do we think he's going to sign a new contract? 
Do we hope he will? Yes, fingers crossed. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he proved himself last night. I mean, you know, that turn and that, you know, that finish. I think, you know, he's it's been it's 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 proven that he has been working hard, and you know, it's brilliant that he's finally had that chance to almost have that breakthrough in the first team. So, yeah, fingers crossed, he does sign that contract. That little turn of his um, yeah. seemed to be a bit of a trademark. Yeah. Um, Obviously, the, the finish was he, he had a bit of a lucky finish, but there again, you've got to be there to score them, haven't you? So, you know, I think he did a good job there, and hopefully, think, many more to come. I think Arteta has confidence in him. If you sort of looking at his post-match quotes, he was sort of saying that he wants to stay, we want to keep him. Um, I don't know, maybe, maybe it would be good if, if we get rid of Lacazette or Abamyang or if someone leaves next summer. We've still got that that third striker coming in, which I think is important. Um, so we've qualified now from the group. Hopefully we top that group. Go on again next week at home against Rapid Vienna. And fans are back, which would be yeah. it would be a good thing. Hopefully, hopefully it's a bit more positive atmosphere and brings about some change. But before that, we've got Wolves Sunday night. Are we optimistic about this one? I'm a bit nervous. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm... <sighs> I'd, 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 I'd like to feel confident about it. You know, I'm telling myself that, you know, we could get a result. Um, we, if you look at last season, we beat them it was 2 0, wasn't it, at their place last season? Yeah, I think so. And we were almost seen as under, underdogs then. Um, it's almost a similar feeling now. It, we're never too sure against Wolves, but I think, I think it's time to sort of, we've, the, the side's sort of got to redeem itself. It's got yeah. to prove its. The players who are starting have really got to prove themselves. And I think Arteta also has to not, he has proved himself, let's just say that. He, he has proved himself to be a, you know, a, so far anyway, a decent, you know, quality manager. But I think, I think it's time to, that would be a great chance for us to uh, redeem our, redeem ourselves and uh, improve on our form in the league. Yeah, that um, performance when we won 2 0 last uh, season seemed to be a, like one of the many games in like the turning point towards like us kicking on last season. Um, Cause I, I remember, I don't know about you guys, but I um I remember watching that game and just thinking like, where has this performance come from? Yeah. Like where's the final season? And um, I just think also, to be honest, last season Wolves were in a much stronger position, I'd say, than like they are now. Um, yeah. And I think, I think, if anything, they were expected to win more last season than now. Um, but I think they're definitely gettable. Um, we just need to create chances, utilise the players that we have and hopefully get the best out of like Aubameyang um, and our forward players, whoever Arteta may decide to start. See, that's the thing, that's the issue. You mentioned there the trying to get Aubameyang again. But it, as you said, it, it comes down to that creative spark that sort of imagination from the midfield that we are, yeah. you know, I, I can't, I can't believe how many times I'm saying this. I'm repeating myself to everyone. Really, we don't have that imagination and that creativity in the midfield. So I think on that point we'll struggle because, um, in a way, I think Wolves are, or at the moment anyway, are above us with yeah. creative aspect. Um, but I think, I think that's what we need. I think if we if we can create those chances, I think we'll definitely have a chance. I think we've got, we've got, I'd say we've got the players. I'd just say that some aren't ready. I'd say that, like, I think, to be honest, our most creative midfielder is probably Danny Sabayas. Yeah. Um, 
personally, I'd like to see him play a lot more than he is playing at the moment. Um, I mean, Elneny clearly kept him out of the side in the games like Man United, but I think he's probably the, the, the guy that can have that creative pass that can like play those like Ozil-style passes like, um, like he did towards the back end of last season. Um, and then obviously you've got the likes of, but I mean, I'd say Willock's also a similar style player, like a number eight kind of player. But then you've got, to be honest, the only creative player that we've got that can play that role that isn't Mesut Ozil is probably Emil Smith-Rowe and he's had injuries and only just come back. And um, I think the future's bright for him, but I'd say right now he's probably not someone we can rely our team on, um, um, all our hopes on to actually create those chances. The Arteta point is an interesting one. I've always, I've never like gone against him. I've always backed him. But it's I always I always seem to question some of the choices, like the system or the or the eleven or the subs. The subs particularly in that the back end of last season, I was just so confused by, especially Elneny this season. I was skeptical at first. <laughs> it seems to have paid off. Um, don't think he'll play this weekend, but I think it's interesting what formation he'll play. He's changed it up in the Europa League now. I don't know whether we'll play like a four-two-three-one kind of thing now. But for me, Aubameyang has to play centrally. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think, I think Arteta's also, I think he's learning on his feet. Like I think, obviously, yeah. he hasn't had a managerial job before. I think he's still, as much as he's done an amazing job and he's, he's won us two trophies, um, I think he's, he's still learning on his feet. He's still he's still learning what his best eleven is. Um, and I think that's where some of the confusing decisions come in. Um and yeah, I think Elneny's definitely out because he's um, had the coronavirus. Yeah. So I think it would be interesting what we think, what 11 we would play or what we think uh, Arteta should do. Goalkeeper speaks for itself, really. It's always, it should always be Leno. Yep. Um, if we keep a back four, what would, where would you go? I mean, wing-backs, Bellerin and Tierney probably speak for themselves. Yep. Um, and it's our centre-backs think- really that you've got to pick from. I'd like to think it would be Gabriel and Holding, I'd say, yeah. but I don't Holding. know. Personally, I'd rather Gabriel and David Luiz. Yeah. I think, I think as shaky as David Luiz is defensively, his passing is massively underrated yeah. and isn't talked about enough, yeah. uh, especially in getting the team up going forwards. I think, I think recently as well, um, Rob has been quite shaky mm. in a way. Yeah. He, he almost seems... He doesn't seem in his element. He seems quite, I don't know, seems quite stiff. The way he, he, he doesn't want to go into challenges, sort of backs off. I, I, in, and for that as well, you know, as you said, David Luiz, the switch passes, especially when Tierney's down that left-hand side. Oh, yeah. The way, the, the way we can create chances that way, um, I think it's important that we, I think it's important Arteta does consider playing Luiz. It's weird. Holding, the holding one frustrates me a bit because he's he's so good for some spells, and then he just dips out of form for a few weeks. Yeah. Like you could be such a good defender, you could be our starting centre back. Yeah, yeah. And but then you just do something stupid. It's like Chambers when he's not injured, he plays well yeah. for four or five games, and then gives away three penalties in three games, and everyone then says, "Oh, you're not good enough." Um, I but think I think he's class, by the way. I think he's class. I think he's, um, especially last season, like when he was actually playing in that centre back kind of role. I think, I think there was, um, 
a couple of games, like one against Bournemouth, he made like a load of flying challenges and then cleared the ball upfield. I think he's, he's technically like really, really sound. I, I, I like, I've liked Chambers since he's been at the club. I think he was sort of signed as a, almost a kid really. And then he's just flourished, yeah. but played with injuries again. Yeah. Just don't know what his best position is as well. Like he can go right back, centre back, CDM. Like, I don't think anyone knows what his best position is to be. I don't honest. think he knows either, to be honest. <laughs> Midfield's an interesting one. I I think there's a bit of a suspicion that Partey might miss out. Um, it's probably not He's worth the risk, especially if we have Spurs next week, just keeping him <laughs> trading and in uh, fitness for that and not risking it. Um, so where would we go? And then he's out as well. Does Willock... Does this give Willock a chance to come in? What formation are we looking at? I think 4-2-3-1. And I yeah. think it could potentially be Shaka Sabias and then maybe Willock in front. Yeah, I think that that's, yeah. that works really with what we've got. It's, it's almost disappointing that we don't now have Torreira as an option because bring him in there, you're, you've got two DMs out, you can have that alternative. Although I, I rate Torreira so highly, I was yeah. excited to see him to see him go. Um, but I think I think yeah, Xhaka, Tobias, and Willock makes the most sense. Yeah, definitely. With what we've got, um, wingers now controversial one. <laughs> <laughs> um, Pepe suspended. Yeah. <laughs> Willian might be injured. We don't really know. Does he? Apparently, Saka is going to be back. Well, hopefully, but. That's what, that's what I've heard some people saying. Um, that's the thing. It's difficult because we might have to, if if Saka isn't available, we might have to consider or have to just deal with the fact that Aubameyang might play on the left this week and then either Lacazette or even Nketiah up front. I mean, Lacazette's, you know, he's, he's, he's top goal scorer in the Premier League for us anyway. So, I mean... That's saying something. That's, that's yeah. the thing, yeah. It, it, that does show something as well. But I think if Saka is available, I'd definitely play Saka. I mean, we're going to have to play Willian Army on the right. I mean, Personally, this... I'd play Reese Nelson. I'd play Reese as well, I think. Play Reese. I, I mean, he I'd did play. perform. He performed brilliantly last night. Yeah. So yeah. if Arteta looks at that and sees, you know, how far he has come and how well he is playing at the moment, I mean, he's definitely going to give Willian a run for his money. Mm. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Mm. It's almost, it's, it's too, like we said earlier, it's almost too early to bring Smith Rowe into it. Um, yeah. well, I, I, I could, I'd love to see Smith Rowe and Nelson on opposite wings. It, I think it's just a bit too early coming back. Hopefully, Martinelli, when he comes back, hopefully, end of this year, he can slot in and cover that position as well. I think, I think he's going to be massive when he comes back. I, I rate him yeah. so highly. I, I, I still, I'm still so confused with the injury. Like, didn't he? He got injured by someone in training, and it's like he's put him out for half a year. Like, yeah. I think, I think. Um, He's, he's just who that was. No, what was that? I don't know who that is. Who, 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 who was it? Oh, I bet it was Socrates. <laughs> That's why. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? Uh, so, <laughs> with with the injuries we've got, it's probably likely that Amiang will be out wide. Wait, just, you go Lashley so... Getty up top then. To, to be honest, I th- from what from what I've heard some people saying, it does sound like Saka will be back. Like it wasn't, a, it was just like a dead egg. In a, right. In a, in, like personally, I'd play Saka on the right, Reese on the left, and then Abamyang down the middle. But if he's not fit, then probably would be 
Nelson, Aubameyang, and then Lacazette down the middle, to be honest, or Eddie. Yeah. I'd like to see I mean, Saka in that more advanced role more regularly. And like, yeah, for sure. For sure. Keeping that first team because he's he's almost dropped out a bit almost. It's really strange and especially with England yeah. playing him as a wing back. Yeah. It's sort of like they're trying to force him into that mould. Um predictions then for the weekend. Are we what do we think? It's almost like I always I always get this I don't want to preempt an Arsenal win. I never want to say it in case yeah. it comes back and haunts me. I want to be positive because I I, I think I think we definitely do have a big chance at a big shot here. I think I think us I wouldn't us and Walter in the same position but we're sort of it's we're sort of both both yeah both teams haven't found their feet yet and haven't hit the ground running we're still gradually trying to get up to pace so I think it will be a tight game but I thought we might just edge it I'm going to go I'm going to go two in the Arsenal I think I don't know to be honest because it depends what Arsenal turns up. It depends what we turn up. Um, it could be a high-scoring game. It could be a nil-nil. Like the way that we've not been creating anything. Yeah. Adama Traore could like have the game of his life. We don't know. Um, but I think, I'm, I'm gonna obviously I'm gonna predict an Arsenal win. Um, I do feel I do feel we've got the the firepower to get past them. It's just whether we can connect the midfield and attack, yeah. Right. Yeah. Them, like two separate kind of lines. Hopefully, the likes of Willock and Sabias can do that. Um, I'd say I'd say two one Arsenal. Yeah, I was. So, I, think, oh, I was going to go for the same two one. We've not scored enough or a lot. Uh, in the league, especially recently, which is sort of drawn me back from saying it's going to be high scoring. Uh, yeah, two one. Let's go for it. Two one. I think defensively we're pretty sound at the moment. Like yeah, in that, yeah. the centre backs, uh, like everything that's coming in is going back out. I think Gabriel has been massive since he's come in. Yeah, we never. I didn't. I didn't really think we needed another centre back, especially with Saliba coming in. We had, no, no. but but Gabriel has been a complete revelation. Uh, I would have loved to see him and Saliba play together at some point this season. Yeah. I don't know if it's going to happen, though. I'm sure we'll see it for years to come. I'm sure we'll see it for years to come. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. So, we've touched on it uh, in this segment. We've got some problems with the wingers because Pepe got sent off against Leeds for a very stupid <laughs> headbutt. <Yep. laughs> um, first of all, let's just talk about that. Why did he do it? There was no need for it at all. I think, as you said, it was just ridiculous. No need whatsoever. But obviously, you could see there was, you know, he was being wound up throughout the whole game. You could see it even before it was going to... I knew you could see it was happening off the ball. Yeah. But as you said, it was just not needed. I think I think what played a part in it is the fact that he's been quite frustrated recently. Yeah. He hasn't found his form. I mean, in the Europa League, he's been scoring, he's been assisting. But in the league... I think he's got one. He scored against Sheffield United, didn't he? he got that one goal. Yeah. Um, and he hasn't. He's not. He's not a favourite in Mikel Arteta's head, and I think he's trying to desperately to prove himself. But I think the frustration, I think, got the most of him. But as you said, it was just absolutely ridiculous. I think the fact no that he kept out for by Willian is an interesting one because I think I said when Willian signed, said he he was looking to play Willian more centrally, like in that like number ten behind the striker role. Yeah, he's keeping out our 
record signing. So it's a bit, I, I get the frustration thing, but he just let us down so early in that second half. And we did, we did well to, to keep him out with that because we, we, even though it was a striker, we struggled um, before that, but we sort of solidified it. Were you surprised he played in the Europa League yesterday, especially after all the controversy? Personally, I wasn't surprised. I think I think it was obviously Mikel made it very clear that uh, this isn't the beginning of the end of his career. I think his quotes were, um, and I think that um, yeah, it was a perfect chance for him to bounce back. And obviously, he, he didn't even have a chance to like use up all his frustration in that game because he got sent up sent off straight so early in the second half. Yeah, um, he's had all that time like brewing up in him like. Um, all that time to think about what he's done to try and put that into the right kind of energy. And if I think the mentality that Mikel Arteta like pushes upon his players um, is then being shown through Pepe's performance last night, I thought it was absolutely immense last night. Yeah, I he think it was important. He nearly scored an unbelievable goal. The one where he hit yeah. just the underside of the crossbar. Yeah. That went in. And then he had a couple more where he cuts inside and puts it just wide. Yeah. Um, but no, no, no. I do think I, do, I wasn't surprised. I do think it was a perfect opportunity for him. Um, I think it was important for him to play, actually. I think so that he isn't because obviously he's going to be out of the league. He's got his three game, three league games now. But I think it's important that he does play in the Premier League so that he, or not Premier League, so the Europa League, sorry, so that he does continue to get game time and he almost doesn't feel more left out than he already was. So, but another important factor was that he actually, you know, Apologise to Arteta, whereas yeah. in the past where you've got Gonduzi who, you know, refused to apologise, I think it was very, very important that he did own up and he, you know, he agreed that he was in the wrong. So, but no, it's 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 important factor that he does keep playing. I think he, yeah. he's such a frustrating player because we know what he can do. We sort of we've seen it. We we know why we signed him. He can offer something different. He's really impressed me in the Europa League this year. I think the, the Dundalk game, I think it was, where he just pulled it back and then whipped it, yeah. held it top right. Oh, he, yeah. But just, why do we think he's so frustrating for fans? Is it because we know the potential he has and he's just not delivering it as regularly as we want? I saw um, on, oh, I can't remember, I think it was the Leeds game. And I know he might not always be the best example, but Patrice Evera, has said some very controversial things over the past years, um, especially of Arsenal. I think he called us his babies at one point or something like that. Um, he said, he said, um, he admitted that it is a massive, massive um, change coming from the French League to the Premier League. And he like sympathised with Pepe saying like, um, this, like, I, like he feels for him, like it is a massive step up, like it's so much more physical and it does take time to adapt, especially from the French League. Um and I think I think that does play a part in it, to be honest. Price tag, as well. Yeah, the yeah. Price tag, definitely. And I think that's on his mind as well. I think, you know, I don't think he was expecting to be worth that much either. And we definitely weren't. We definitely, <laughs> we were not expecting that. So, I think I think as well a factor that plays a part in us wanting more from him is the price tag, definitely. It's almost yeah. like the Fernando Torres effect, isn't it? It's like. He's done so well with the club before. A heavy price tag is slapped on him and then he just doesn't deliver as often as he should. But I think some of the games and some of the stuff he's done for us, like that Man United game at the start of this year, that sort of popped in early, 
nipped it in, uh, set us up to win the game. There's some stuff he does, you're just like, some of the stuff he does is magic. And then other times he's just... Flashes of brilliance. Yeah, it's, it's so frustrating that we can see what he can do and he has it and we know he has it. And then it just doesn't quite come off and then he, then he gets visibly frustrated by it. Um, I think it's very clear that um, Pepe's... He's like I think I can't remember where I saw it the other day, but someone said that he's very clearly not like a touchline winger. Mm. And I think his goal against Sheffield United literally showed us the player he is. Better in plays in the ball in behind, through, and then he's he's, he's running at the defender with pace rather than so much last season, especially especially during Unai Emery times. Um, the ball the ball was working its way around to him. He was getting the ball, and then he's got he turns to face the defender, and the defender's there. But when he's running in behind, like at pace at defenders, that's when he's his most dangerous. Yeah, yeah it's, it's weird. We, we always, we've been used to like attacking football, very progressive football. And it sort of seems now we, we like to take a minute and maybe mm-hmm. play it back or sideways and just find, find our time and space rather than just going and trying yeah. to penetrate the defence. I think a lot of, I think the reason why we're frustrated, as you said, we're used to, you know, quick football, you know, like, we, you know, back in, you know, not even that long ago, we were, you know, competing Barcelona, you know, playing football around them, you know, triangles, you know, quick passing, you know, starting from the back, you know, it may be quite slow, but building your way through. But now we're sort of, as you said, we're we're taking a second too long. We're, I think, that, and that is also a reason why we're not creating. I think we're taking too long on the ball, I think, and we're spending too much time on the ball as well, like around the back, and in the midfield, particularly, like Granite Xhaka, for example, brilliant player. You know, when he when he has a chance to shine, he really does. He's a great yeah. player. But I think just he takes a bit too long. It's a bit too slow. I think around the whole team. I think. I think you. I think going back to the end of last season, I was when we were like that FA Cup game. I think and Community Shield when we had it, like the keeper had it, we were playing it around holding and Martinez and it was just like, yeah. just get it out. It works yeah. in the end with uh-huh. that with that ball with Maitland-Niles and over the top for Aubameyang and it worked. But because we could never really defend very well recent times, seeing our keeper and defenders have it with Aguero pressing you was just so nerve-wracking. But I don't know. Yeah, before... that pair check nearly passed into his own goal. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> We've that, that, at that moment, I think just that was the beginning of the end for Unai Emery, and just like the fans lost hope of his paying out from the back because it just just making it just putting years on your life just watching it. I, I, I get so I struggle to watch us sometimes just because we just do stupid things. I'm like, yeah, honestly. Yeah. Um, season aspirations. Do we do we think it's going to be a successful season? Are we can we are we getting Europe this year? Because there are some there are some teams that look very good. I don't know. It's, it's way too early to call. But if we're going from the first, you know, if we're going from how we are doing so far, I think I think the only way we can get in Champions League, like from the performances so far, is by is through the Europa League, I think, so far. Yeah. It's I think it's gonna be a tough challenge, really tough challenge. We've really got to work hard this year. Um, you know, you've got Chelsea, Liverpool, you know, Spurs this year. What? No, please don't. <laughs> I know, I, I, don't, I don't, that's the thing. There are so many... It's raining the stars, isn't it? 
Tottenham in the final. I don't know where it is this year. I imagine fan, one of the first games, maybe like more fans back. Tottenham in the final. Oh, oh, if they beat us in that, I don't think we could ever come out. We'd have to hide in the rocks. Yeah, we will. But the, the only way for I think this year is Europa League, unless we dramatically turn it around. If we get a win against Wolves and then we continue from there, we beat Spurs. I think that's going to be so chance. important. Beating Spurs is going to be so important mm. because the same thing happened again. We sort of, I think, was it at the start of Project Restart? We played them. And they beat us, and it was just, it was just sickening because you knew at that point, like that was almost the end of our Champions League hopes. Um, so I think it's really important that we we get a win this weekend. We're we're sort of we're, we're still in the Carabao Cup. We've got Man City. Um, we we knew that would happen, didn't we? We knew we'd get we get the hardest <laughs> draw. It always seems to happen to us. Is that do you think is that something Mikel Arteta is prioritising, or is that something we'd be happy almost to miss out on? I don't think I don't think he's gonna. Like miss out. I think I do believe when he says that he's playing, they're playing for every competition. Um, I think, especially at this stage, I don't think you can prioritise certain trophies. Um, but I do. Going back to sorry, slightly to season aspirations, I do think that potentially the Europa League, like it could be our competition this year. Um, and I do genuinely think we're probably going to end up meeting Spurs at some point along the way. Yeah, um, which does. But we, we, you've, got, you've also got, I think, there's teams like Leicester um, that are in it as well, which are just as dangerous on their day. Um, some of the teams that could drop out as well, you think of yeah, the, yeah, some yeah. of those groups, and it's it's very close. It always feels like it's our time. We've, we've went semi-finals, finals. We don't talk about Olympiacos. It almost feels... <laughs> Like we we should we should do something we should yeah yeah we don't talk about Olympiacos the highs from that Abamyang overhead kick to the lows of seconds later what that that was a bad dream that was I, I don't remember that I can't yeah. believe I'm, it I'm almost in such disbelief that it happened because it was like yeah. it, we did we we won away it was something we couldn't do for a while we couldn't win away we went no. to Greece we won away and we threw it away at home. Uh, and we went out in the first first stage, so it, it feels like it's our time. We, we need to do something. We've qualified now. It's a chance almost to give Balogun, uh, Aziz, Smith Rowe, maybe some of the younger ones. I think even I think even some of the like under 18s Charlie Patino's done brilliantly. Could be a chance to give him a, a chance, even call up to the squad um, because we qualified now. We want to top the group, of course, but hopefully. A win against Vienna next week should seal that, and then we could play the kids. Uh, I don't know, but Wolves is a priority on Sunday. Definitely, we need to get a win from that. Huge, yeah. yeah we, it's a, although it's going to be tough. It's a must-win to push ourselves on, especially with Spurs. Because yeah. you mentioned, it's a must. In a way, it's sort of a, it's sort of a six-pointer. We have to sort of, we have to, we have to knock them down from their place, and was bring them back to, um, back to, uh, back. To, back to the ground again but it's it's going to be tough and the next next few weeks for us is going to be a challenge I think it will um, definitely uh, show us how our season will, uh, will end I think how we definitely need to start like, momentum as well like now is the time we need to start kicking on like we've had a really bad start to the season in my yeah. opinion 
Um, and we need we just need to get wins under our belts. I don't even remember like a couple of seasons ago there was we, we used to celebrate going on unbeaten runs for certain amounts of time. Yeah. Um, and now we, we can't seem to put anywhere near a string of games together where we can win. Um, but yeah, we, I just think we need momentum, confidence, players back fit, Martinelli's coming back, um, Pablo Mari's coming back. I think that'll be an interesting one as to if he's yeah. going to be. Um, and then, um, yeah, just, I just we, if, we have, if we're going to do anything this season in the Premier League, we need to start kicking on now because and start overtaking these teams like like even for example Southampton they're, they're, they're up right in the top end of the season like um, yeah. top end of the league credit to them they've been really good this season but um, we need to start matching those kind of performances or in a cold light of day they're going to potentially finish above us so um, yeah that's that's how unfortunate it's been in the season there's, there's only a point between us and Wolves so like we win we go above them hopefully then that, that would take us up to 16 depending on results we could go 6th um, and then that's the catalyst. We do that. Hopefully, we beat Spurs, and then it's then it's a chance. Like we said, it's this is a massive game. Even even nine games in, this is our tenth game of the season. It's really important to get a positive result. Um, yep. So we will see. We'll be back next week. Hopefully, maybe early in the week, we'll review the rules result, talk about the Europa League, and we'll definitely be previewing. The massive game next Sunday, next Saturday, Sunday. I've lost track. Next weekend, the massive game against Tottenham. So, thank you for listening to episode one. That's all we have. Uh, make sure to subscribe to our podcast, share it around with your mates, and keep listening. That's the most important thing. Keep coming back and listening. Thank you, and see you next time. Podcast Network.